Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. We have a special guest with us, we as do. I see. We do. Mr. Scott Killian, yes. who has visited us before. A frequent Welcome, guest Scott. of the show. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's always special when I'm here. <laughs> That's Scott, true. Scott uh, is a certified financial planner, among yeah. what else? Other titles that you have? A certified financial father. You're a dad? That's yeah. right. <laughs> Fiscally responsible dad. Yeah, that's right. So the topic for today, the reason we brought Scott in as well, not just we, we like him, that's one of the reasons, but the other is that uh, he does have some knowledge around finance. And uh, today's topic is really about teaching your, we call it teaching your kids about money, but Scott made a good point earlier when we were discussing this was really what is it about are we just teaching them about the dollars and cents and that kind of thing or 100 pennies you know, means well, no, a dollar but a, you know a, a dollar bill was invented in the 1600s you know, like that kind of stuff what president is this so when when somebody says teaching kids about money what do you what do you think of yeah well i think that it means they want their kids to be financially fit they want they don't want to be taken to the cleaners from uh, by by banks and corporations that yeah. want to get that head start to make sure they can make the best decisions. Yeah. Right. No, that makes sense. So I like I think, that word financially fit. I think that's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah. No, it totally does. Yeah. Um, I, so what I had looked at an article and this is what this topic came about. I was talking with Scott and um, it had, you know, 10 different ways to teach your kids about money. So what I thought I would do is we'd go through these, um, but I want to get Scott's opinion on them, you know, get an actual professional, yeah. see what they think. About For sure. It. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of times we talk about stuff that we think is good and we think is good, but it is, is cool or relevant, but it is nice to have the uh, advice or the, the perspective of a professional. Yeah. I wish I met yeah. you like 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> My bank account would be a little bit. Uh, yeah. I probably a little right. more richer at this point. So, um, so the first, the first one, and, and I think is obviously very important is modeling good behavior. So what that means is, you know, the monkey see monkey do that we talk about, um, the importance of really making sure that the mom and dad, uh, are doing what they say they're telling their children to do. Is that kind of how you would, would view that? I would. And I think that for most families, that that's that should be the major focus on what they do. If you don't model great financial behavior, it doesn't matter what you tell your children to do. They will, in fact, do what you do as opposed to do what you say. And that right. extends to things far beyond finances. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very good point. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of like in a lot of different things that we talk about, um, where there's steps. I think when the last time you came on, you talked about commitment. Yes. You know, that was like one of the first things. This is the first foundation. Like you're saying, if you can't model the behavior and do it yourself, you shouldn't be telling others to do mm-hmm. it. You know, it, and, and that's with many things. Like you said, it's not just not, not just your children either. You can't like, you know, be a hypocrite telling people what to do with their money right. and you're not doing it yourself. So it's like for you, if you're having financial issues yet, you're a financial planner <laughs> that would look kind of bad. You know, yes. it's like going to a, uh, you know, a fitness instructor and they're overweight. Yeah. You know, like right. I never right. trust Eating some, Twinkies although somebody nutrition. once, uh, somebody also did say, you know, um, never trust a skinny chef. Uh, yeah, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah. So, yeah. I will um, say though, I used to be a financial analyst, and I was broke. 
Yeah. But I wasn't like managing people's money telling them what to do with it. I just kind of crunch numbers in the back end. But sure. There was something. Yeah, it was a little bit of irony to that, to that when I was doing it. <laughs> uh, the, the second one is don't say we can't afford it. Right. And th- this is this, too, is extremely important. The language that we use with our kids around finances and, and money is extremely important. Saying things like we can't afford it. That's not because not because you're lying. It's, it's no, but it ca- it's anxiety producing, and it okay. and it causes the, the the children and the kids to think, are we having financial issues? And that can easily be reframed reframed to something like, well, we just choose to spend our money in a different way in our family. That's a good one. And yeah. so that that's a better way to to talk about instead of we're issues. broke. Absolutely, <laughs> we can't afford. We can't do this. The the limiting the the constriction oh, it causes totally stress sense, yeah. and. Um, in our kids' lives, things we definitely don't want, especially around right. money, because I'm sure we all know plenty of adults who have stress <laughs> around money. Anybody here? I, for I, that matter? I, oh, I, uh, this is yeah, video exactly. too. Oh, I don't think they can see that. No. I don't stress about money. <laughs> Ask my yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Anything we can do to to keep it in a positive right. sense, and think about the conversations we're having around our children as well too. Now we should be pretty easy with the conversations around around money, but. Um, that being said, we should be very mindful of the language we use. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, first thing, going back to the modeling with good behavior, you can see, you know, and I can see myself like, gosh, oh, I can't afford that. Even thinking it of myself, forget about when I'm talking to my kids, mm-hmm. but that same attitude and how that can sort of uh, limit you on what you're doing. Like you said, is, you know, instead I choose my, to spend my money this way. That's a really, I, I really like that. We'll actually probably write that down. Someday. That <laughs> and might the thing be a tweet is, or something. Right. And the thing is you probably can afford the thing you say you can't afford, but you would prefer to put groceries on the table to make the mortgage payment to do right. X, Y, or Z as opposed right. to that. Buying the jet ski. Buying the jet ski. <laughs> um, the third one involving kids in the household shopping. So I think part of that is maybe to allow them to see the exchange of money, you know, especially if they're really young, like are seeing the exchange of the money in, in for goods that we consume. What would you think would be that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so these are the, the household shopping is the grocery store and the staples of things that we, we need around the house. It's important for at some point, and this is not in the early ages with, with kids, but at, at some point it's important for them to, to participate with you. We use things, they go away, we have to replenish them. Okay. And more than just having them come with you for the household shopping, it's to see the actual exchange of the dollars and the cents, not the credit cards, but the actual currency being, being exchanged. I think that's another tip. So we can get, we can get to that one. Yeah. You're, you're ahead of the game. It's almost like he's seen this. Um, so, okay. That makes sense. And, and, and related to shopping. Uh, but this one says, don't take kids shopping for fun. Absolutely. So, well, in terms of that, kind I of think wasted spending or well, something. Yeah. I think it solves a lot of issues. And I know that this, this happens sometimes with, with my son. Um, it, it promotes this, this consumerism idea going that going out there, spending this endless, seemingly endless amount of money on toys and other garbage that, that that's out there. It, it just, the, the, the kids don't understand that they don't they don't understand that it's a bottom that's not a bottomless pit <laughs> and and at some point they're you're going to take them out and you're not they're not going to be able to get what they want and that's when right that's when uh 
Yeah, I think term. they called it leisure shopping. Absolutely. That was the terminology right. being mm-hmm. used. So, you know, the idea is different when you're going shopping for the stuff that you need versus the stuff that you don't need. So when they say, oh, well, let's just go browse and look at stuff right. and see what we can buy, you right. know, um, I guess the question being is just, just don't take your kids if you're going to do that. <laughs> you <know? laughs> right. If you can afford it, one, but two, you know, just don't bring the kids. Yeah. So. And I think one thing to, one thing to keep in mind is when we talk about teaching kids about money, being financially fit, a better way to put it, we are talking about creating the foundational aspects of good behavior. So it's not to say that leisure shopping is bad, but there are things and there are values you want to instill before you actually put that out there and, and do that on a regular basis. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, The fifth thing, bring your kids to the bank with you. So not only, um, you know, allowing them to see it, but then the next step further is even, you know, opening an account. And I, and I agree with this point as well. It not only does it help you help them understand how it works to transact business in some way, but it also gives them an opportunity to ask questions of the teller or any other officer there that, um, that's at the bank so they can sure. yeah so they, they can get their questions answered kind of gives them an introduction work. to that financial sure. system if right. you will I mean, yeah. they, they can see the vault they can see things they can yeah. see how you know that the glass is set up that this is important yeah. it doesn't right. you know, depends so. on where you are the bars the neighborhood you're in yeah what was the one I I mean we live in a nice you know fairly nice neighborhood but where you have to walk into the bank one at a time yeah and then the door closes. Yeah. And then the other door opens. And yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I mean, it was like I was going into like, you know, <laughs> like a, yeah. Fort Knox or right, something. Right. It was like or it was hyperbaric a, chambers. Yeah. It was like just that. a normal. It was a normal bank. I'm like, medically sealed away from in society. But is that? I mean, just security, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? so some people can't follow you in or just. Yeah, it's yeah, just I, weird. I, I kind of understand. Or they can lock them in there if, like, they see they don't like the person yeah. who comes in the first right. door. Yeah, like, like they could probably do that too. Oh yeah, if someone's trying to run out. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. So maybe it's in. more for the exit. Than yeah, 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 the exit strategy, <laughs> the getaway car. Yeah. <laughs> open both doors at the same right. time. I don't know if it, I don't think they do. You can't open both doors at the same time. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if somebody knows, give us an email. <laughs> podcast at dudesadads.com. <laughs> yeah, actually, you can reach us at podcast at dudesadads.com. You want to rob the bank. Um, let us know. Or also uh, Twitter do, at dudes to dads and then Facebook uh, dudes to dads com. And uh, we'd appreciate any feedback or comments you have on this. Uh, and, and and maybe even some ways that you've taught your kids about money would be interesting, too, because, you know, we're not we don't have the exhaustive complete list. Um, we usually cover almost everything, but not everything. Uh, the sixth one. And you and you brought this one up, Scott, you know, briefly is don't use credit cards around the kids. Yeah, I mean, it's kind it's like of, almost like this golden ticket right thing. like they don't even know what you know what's going on right. with I mean, it. when you think about it, it's kind of confusing isn't it i mean for somebody yeah. who has never somebody who has you just a, show this card right. and you get whatever you, you want get what you, want, you yeah. get it back that was my right. college years mm-hmm. ah i can pay this back right. quarter to never well you, well you just made a call i don't want to overlook that you you give it to them and they give it back yeah right which is much different than it's the cash money. yeah which right. you said like it, it actually will leave your hand and less and will come back. And less will come yeah, back. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. like, yeah, you get, you mm-hmm. get coins back. If you use back. it all up, you have a zero in your wallet. You can see it tangibly. Like there's right. no, nothing in my wallet that's I have to, to give to them in exchange. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's an interesting, uh, that is an interesting concept. But I, I guess, you know, an overriding question is, I mean, you start these things fairly young. Do you have any idea, like, 
the age of which kids start to grasp these things. I mean, I know for my children, you know, we tried to start teaching them about coins and we have charts and we have the things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and try to do some of these things. I I can see some areas where I certainly can improve and, and explain more or bring them into the fold and see it. Um, but what's an appropriate age? Are there age appropriate elements to this? I mean, well, yes, there are age appropriate elements to what you should expose your ch- your children to. Uh, just I guess we just won't have meaning if they're too too right. young. Yeah, right. And 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 you know, my approach is just there's no need to rush any of it. I just think that you need to make sure that the foundational aspects are intact first, because those are the things that are going to stick stick with yeah. them as they get older. What's well, having a healthy attitude. Absolutely. It, like you said, yeah. I mean, money should be, it has a great importance. It shouldn't, that shouldn't be downplayed. It should right. be, um, you know, you're getting ahead of us. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> he we're going really, to bust through them before yeah. we get to the next. Yeah. No, that's a, that's well, good. <laughs> yeah. There, there's, um, they, the, the kids should, over time to understand what they can do, what they can't do. And and then as they get older, they're allowed to do more things like open accounts and then later get right. credit cards and then later actually make decisions on sure. if they want to get. And, and they sh- they'll be in a good spot to be able to make the, the right, right decisions. Yeah, I, I can kind of attest to that because I was thrown in that world. Right? I mean, pretty much right after high school, I got went to college and all of a sudden I now have a bunch of debt. I know I right. have credit cards. You didn't know how to manage. I had no stuff. money. Had right. no nothing. Know how to manage. No knowledge to yeah. manage it. And so uh, you know, I just thought that, like you said, it was almost an inexhaustible, endless right. supply of credit. Bought all my books and food and stuff that I didn't have. Right. And then you know, by my sophomore year, I'm pretty much broke and in debt. Right. And it was okay for you to do that at the time. You're thinking that's totally yeah. fine. I'll yeah. just take care of it. I'll and pay it later back. You know, right. It doesn't work that way. You right. Know, or I wasn't responsible enough to do that. So, so little experiences here and there, and it's a lot. It, it's a lot better for the kids to fail small, you know, when, when, <laughs> yeah. when there's, you know, to, to make right. mistakes. Yeah. Um, doing that at a later age. Will, to not uh, have enough money for something small. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. All right. Um, this one's a little bit controversial, I think. Um, give an allowance. Yeah. The reason I say controversial is because we had a meetup group earlier today mm. uh, or tonight, and uh, there was a debate about that. Really? So, right. yeah, it was, it was weather allowance is appropriate or making, you know, there's, there's different philosophies on it. Like, just, you know, so why don't you, so one of the things about an allowance is typically parents will give those to kids in exchange for doing things like, you know, picking up the dog poop or washing dishes or or something like that. And these are things that you just do in my opinion, as part of the family, you live, you you know, you, once you get to an age where you can start participating around the house, well, you you know, you participate in eating the food, making the mess. And, and so you should be, you know, you should participate in, in, you know, yeah. fixing it. Yeah. And so, yeah. so I'm of the mindset that giving an allowance for that purpose um, comes with, with uh, greater consequences down the road. However, I also believe that the only way to really get good at understanding and understanding money is by practice using it. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a time where they can't get a job really. Um, so I feel like uh, parents should give maybe a stipend or an opportunity or just an opportunity to take some money and buy something at a store and get the change right. or something like that. Just to, just to see and feel what it actually what actually happens. So you think you should get an allowance without the exchange 
for our services, so to speak. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that one. I mean, some of yeah. the classes and the things that we've I've learned are that where you know the 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 kids just like you said are doing things as part of the family. Like you said, yeah. they live, they live there, they get yeah. food, they get and you par- and you clean up, yeah. and everybody yeah. everybody's responsible for that. So right. the money that's shared, whether you decide to give a like a regular stipend or you do it once in a while or however you decide that. But that's part of just being a part of the family. You know, it's not the exchange of services. Other people, though, will argue and say, well, that teaches them the work ethic and they get it. It's like that's their job right now. You know, that's the other side of the argument. I happen to agree with Scott. I I don't you know, that's not the the way I think. But But that that falls in line with a check system or a star system for being nice. You know, you you were great to your system. You're supposed to be nice. You're supposed to be nice anyway, (laughs) not for a gold star or a Twinkie at the end of, you know, a couple (laughs) days of of being nice. You're supposed to do that. That's just part of being able to exist in a society where you're supposed to treat people with respect. I I do agree with that philosophy. And, you know, that's a lot of arguments we made for a lot of other things when people get rewarded for just right. doing what they're supposed to be doing right. in the first place. Chris Rock, I take care yeah. of my kids. <laughs> You're supposed to take care of your kids. I've been to jail. You're not supposed to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, no, t- totally. So yeah. I, I think the major thing here with, with an allowance is at some point to give your kids an opportunity to, to use it. Right. And it doesn't have to be big. I mean, you hear stories. I mean, you can Google this and, and everybody has a story about how they choose to do allowances. I mean, some some uh, some parents say, okay, well, you're going to get 20 bucks a week, but really it's $40 a week and the other $20 goes into an account. And then mm-hmm. in like 10 years, they uh, they open up an account and there's money there. And I mean, it, it's just, uh, to me, a lot of that's just kind of hocus pocus, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, j- the idea is... You know, this is the start of being responsible with it. If you decide to buy this Lego or this toy or this or give it away, you're going to get your whatever satisfaction you get out of it, yeah, and you're going to have less money at the end of the right. day. So yeah. is that, so is that important? If you wanted that yeah. bigger thing, then right. you need to save up. Or what would happen? What would happen if you saved for you yeah. know, the next two or three times that you got money? You know, um, could you buy the bigger? Could you get a, a snow cone yeah. and that you know 400th stuffed animal that we talked about? The, yeah. You know, can we can we do that? That. We're going to get that Xbox in a couple right, get of weeks, that Xbox, months or whatever. Yeah. What was that bank thing that we talked about on the a show? Spend, share, save. Spend, share, yeah. save. And you put the money in the different compartments but and we, stuff. But something that we brought up is, am, are we as adults doing the same thing? No. no. So we're shut, <laughs> right. we're telling them, say, Hypocrite. take a third of your money and do yeah. this, and a third of your money and do that. And it's like, really? Am I yeah, doing that? Uh, yeah. I mean, same thing. I mean, you, you've got to do with what you are telling them to yeah, do, yeah. you know, and cause they're going to see that. So, yeah. you know, that's well, going, going back to the modeling, it's the values that each family has. If, if you have a value system in your family where you save a third of what you do, or you give a third away, well, your kids are going to feel that they're right. going to know that that's, this is part the bank. Of the, that's the, what we do. Yeah, yeah. And so here's your opportunity, your small opportunity to have your three jars. If you're like, I'm blowing it all on, on parties, <laughs> but the Johnny, you know, I'm going to set up three jars because, this is responsible. This yeah. is responsibility, and you need to learn this. Right. So I'm going to give you some money, and I need you. To I got to go home and third. change the jars. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> sure, change the share j- part to uh, less taxes. percentage. Yeah. yeah, we pay taxes. Yeah. We share yeah. it with the government. Right. That's right. true. Technically, yeah, we do give a third away. <laughs> Start getting, getting me going. On that. Uh, the eighth one: Don't give your kids loans. So I mean, which seems really just basic uh, you know if they don't have the money they don't get to do what they're doing 
Absolutely. You know? Right. It's counter, it's counterproductive. Yeah. Um, many times, uh, at least the way that I've seen a parent loans, why to, teach them uh, about debt that way? Well, <laughs> I, but the other thing too, is that parent loans to uh, kids end up turning to gifts, not loans. So mm-hmm. the idea of the loan uh, is lost uh, somewhere down the, down the road, but at the same, but in the early stages, yeah, they need to have the money to spend. Spending on a cash basis is a lot better. Right. Um, it, you have to learn how to do that before you spend on a credit basis. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, this one's kind of general, but talk about money regularly and casually. So you were talking about, you know, like at the dinner table, if right. you're talking with your wife, you know, about money, be conscious of that, but also just, it should be somewhat casual. It's not, you know, the stressful conversation right. maybe shouldn't be done right then at the well, dinner table. You know? Money, uh, the conversation around money doesn't, doesn't, should not be a stressful conversation. It, and it also should not be one to shy away from either have it talk about it what are we going to do we can do this we can do that we've got x amount so you shouldn't have your hands in your head like this while you're talking about money (laughs) right right yeah you shouldn't have any visible signs of agony or pain as you uh as you talk about the financial distress that you're feeling i totally need work on all this (laughs) so we should get you a mirror and just put it in front of your face at the dinner table no i know kind of check it a little bit you know well so one of the so one of the things um i you know i've learned recently and sort of come into the realization is um you know of having the attitude about money uh, there's, you know, there's different attitudes about money and, and most people I think are taught about scarcity, right? You know, versus abundance, you know, and the idea of scarcity is, you know, you budget, we save, we're, we're you know, and there's obviously some value to that, yeah. but at the same time, it's living a very constricted, um, and a restrictive way. Whereas if you have an attitude about abundance, because you look at people who are very wealthy, they have a much different attitude about money. Yeah, for sure. You know, they're they're not penny pinching and and worrying about coupons and like I mean, and they've been successful and they've brought money into their life with the idea of abundance. And so maybe they do spend, but they also make. You yeah. know, and it's and that invest. idea. It, it's the, but it's that it, there's a different mind sh- mindset yeah. for those who are wealthy versus those who are not. And if we go back up to the saying of "can't afford it," that's a scarcity mentality. Choosing right. to spend our money in this particular way is an abundant mentality. We have a choice. Right. We decide to do this and that. That's exactly. Yeah. No, I point. like that. I, I like that. Isn't and there so, a book called "Rich Dad, Poor Dad"? Yeah, that's that's somewhat those terms. It so is. something. Yeah, yeah. So books and games that. and yeah. seminars and work. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All, all, by, all right. by the same time. Media mogul, <laughs> right? Based around that whole idea. But I thought about the book first. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, that is right. a big part of it. It's that, a big it part is. of that that mentality shift between someone who's poor and says, like you said, scarcity mm-hmm. versus the abundance. There's model. A, the yeah. attitude is a has a very big impact on your actions. Yeah, you know, and how you treat stuff and how how you dis, how you make decisions. You know, yeah. and um, so yeah, it's that's that's definitely important. Uh, so, the, and then the last one is don't downplay the importance of money. So, I right. think you covered that one where just saying, you know, pr- don't pretend it's not important because it is. Right. Yeah. yeah, it certainly is, and it's important that that our kids know that we know that it's important too. Mm-hmm. So. 
uh, you know, there could be questions around, well, do you want to spend your money on that? Do you want to do that? You know, do you want to do this or that? I mean, now, now we're, we're talking about choice and it gives them an opportunity to go, hmm, do I really want that right now? Right. And they could be put in a situation where, yeah, maybe they decide, uh, you know, our kids don't really have a future tense, you know, it's now mm-hmm. or it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they either, you know, but as they develop that future tense, then that would be a good time to, 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 um, try to broach that a little right. bit. Yeah. So, um, you're local to us. You're here in San Diego. Do you yeah. service clients all over the place? I mean, can't, do you have the ability, right. li- I don't know, license wise or other things to service people in other areas? I do. You I do. do yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So how would somebody get in touch with you or what's, you know, give you an opportunity to, um, not to that you didn't even ask for that, but that I appreciate that. He <laughs> oh, just, yeah, he just yeah, said, yeah, Hey, I, I want to talk that. to the kid about kids yeah, money. Right, so I was like, right. but the reality is you are in business. So yeah. what, how do people Plug get you. a hold of you? If they do yeah. Have I mean, that's, uh, I mean, I'm here, I'm, I'm here local in San Diego. I would say that, um, you, you can go, um, you know, you can just probably email me is the best thing to do. The emails s dot killian k i l i a n at lpl dot com. Okay, and one email L. me in a one L, and uh, I'll, I'll get back to you. Happy to answer any questions you have. Cool, that's awesome. Any other uh, questions, Alan? While no, we no, have uh, him here, uh, no, uh, everything's great. I, again, when you come in, I always like it because you're teaching me about financial responsibility, <laughs> and I was, not, I was not taught very well about financial responsibility. No, I don't I had to think learn most are. I don't think most of no, us are. But it's you a, know, in the context, I just kind of went to college and right. on the other side of the United right. States and, and I had to learn everything the hard way and I'm still suffering for it. I think so. that's what most people have to do. Is <laughs> yeah. Most people, like you said, I mean, you're saying it's like the discussions aren't there. It's not part of like, you know, money's kind of secretive. It's, 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 um, it's hidden. It's that kind of thing. And sometimes bad. And so I think, you know, people who learn about money, learn about it on their own. They seek it, they go and they learn, you know, what they need to do and how they need to do it. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, there's, there isn't really a class that teaches you how to do any of this stuff. There's not, it's not really a class that teaches the profession that I'm in what to do. You, it's, mm-hmm. it's all, it's all by, by, by fire. Just, yeah, <laughs> actually. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's, um, like you take you take licensing tests and stuff, but that has nothing to do with. Oh, it has nothing to do with the how to deal with people's stuff. Right, right, yeah, right, right. it has right. nothing to do with yeah. yeah, pretty much anything that I do. But, <laughs> but yet it's required, so uh, go figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the government the government requires that yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. Just, you know, check the box. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, right. well, cool. Well, well, thank you for coming I in. Uh, always uh, dropping some knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's my pre- pleasure. Appreciate yeah. that. And um, once again, we'll we'll put some his contact information up on our page. For, for everybody. Also, uh, be sure to go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave some reviews or five-star reviews. We and, do like that. And, uh, and share your comments about fiscal responsibility. That'd be great. And or how bad comments. you've been yeah. in the past. Uh, how much you are broke Your right financial now. distress stories are yeah. also interesting as <laughs> exactly. well. Exactly. We will air them and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and email, once again, podcast at dudestodads.com. And uh, any other final thoughts, questions, comments? We're good. It's late. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think right. we're good. Cool. Well, everybody, uh, thanks for being here again, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.